Thanks for joining us for the Fight for Your Marriage podcast with Charlene Steinkamp. This is a place where you can find hope for your marriage through Jesus Christ. I want to thank you for allowing me to visit with you. Hello, my name is Bob. The next few minutes could change not only your life, but your family's life as well. In 1985, after 19 years of marriage and three children, my wife Charlene divorced me. We had been to all the counselors and everyone marked us as hopeless. To the outsider, we looked hopeless. Yes, she had grounds. We had separated many times during those 19 years. I'd been verbally and physically abusive. I'd been repeatedly unfaithful. I left running our home and raising our children up to her. My main focus was on my wants and my needs. All this time we were active in church. We would go from the battleground at home to putting on masks and teaching Sunday school and then back to our domestic battleground on Sunday afternoon. As you know, the grass always looks greener on the other side of the fence. Following our blow-ups, I would retreat to my imagination, thinking about how grand life could be with someone else. Before long, the thoughts would move from my head, to my heart, to my hand, where I would act on what had begun as a fantasy. The guilt that followed would always cause more strife between my wife and me. Following our divorce, I found someone else. I was, as they say, getting on with my life. Charlene committed herself to raising our children, and providing for them as a single parent. Neither of us experienced the happiness we had anticipated before our divorce. The other person did not fill my void as I had anticipated. Charlene did not find the peace that she had anticipated. I went through a series of job changes, moves, and girlfriends in my search for that elusive happiness. I was determined that I could live right side up in the upside down world of divorce. After all, about 50% of all couples divorce. If they could make it, so could I. In front of each other, Charlene and I appeared to be doing great, but once my head hit the pillow at night while waiting for sleep to come, my thoughts were about Charlene. I had rearranged my apartment, furnished an early American divorce with used furniture from friends, to be as much like home as possible. None of the counselors... No, none of the pastors we had sought help from before divorcing had taken the Bible, opened it, and said, let's see what God says about your situation. We had depended on the reasoning of man and ended up divorced. I promise not to preach at you, but do you know that in the Bible, in the book of Malachi, God says, I hate divorce? Charlene and I were attempting to be happy in a condition that God hates, and we wondered why we were both miserable. You may be able to relate to where I found myself. I was making more money than I had ever made. I had a bachelor apartment, I had a girlfriend, and was free from family responsibility. But I just could not find happiness. On July 7, 1987, I drove a hundred miles, knocked on my wife's office window, and invited her to lunch. By then I knew that God had touched her life and that she was praying for me. I suspected my unhappiness was due to her prayers. That day on the way to lunch, I told my, quote, ex that if she would stop praying for me, that I would get a marriage license with her. I had wrongly confused God's leading me home with Charlene's praying for me to come home. The conviction I was under was coming from God, not from my divorced wife. About an hour later, sitting at lunch with the woman I had once divorced across from me, God had me to realize I'd made one of the most serious mistakes of my life. 
That day at 2 p.m., one of the pastors who had encouraged divorce remarried us. Much more happened to both of us from divorce to remarriage than I can share here. If you want details, you can find them in one of our books or on our website. During those days of divorce, many times I felt like the prodigal son who you can read about in Luke chapter 15. He demanded half of his inheritance, wasted it all with wild living, began to be in want, and then, as the Bible says, came to his senses and went home. That Wednesday at lunch I had come to my senses, the way home came into focus for me. It's ironic that everything the prodigal son had left home searching for was available to him right there at home. The enemy had him so blinded that the prodigal was just not seeing things right. Can you relate to what I'm sharing? Perhaps like you've done, I told Charlene to get on with her life because I was getting on with mine. I told her how I never loved her. I told her how I was never coming back. In my mind, I was determined that I would never be back home again. I thought too much damage had been done and my past too tattered for our marriage to ever work out. If Charlene and I had attempted to work it all out, we would have failed just as we had done so many times before. This time something was different. Charlene had developed a close personal relationship with Jesus. He was the foundation for the restoration of our marriage. It was not us. I encourage you to listen to Charlene's story to see how Jesus can change his spouse. Would it ever work for you to go home? Yes, it would, if you would allow Jesus Christ to guide you. Your circumstances just do not matter. You could even be in a relationship today that was birthed in adultery. You could have a child with that other person. Your children at home could despise you. The pastors and counselors could be saying how your marriage is dead as they did ours. You or your wife's parents could be set against marriage restoration. Every one of the mountains of circumstances can become like molehills when you give them to Jesus. Right now you may be thinking, that's good, but what about... You will not come up with an obstacle that God cannot handle if you look to Him. Your first thought might be about that other person that you're involved with. You can get out of that relationship, and yes, you can put that person in your past, but you need to have no contact at all with that person for six months. After that, the memories will begin to fade. I feel it only fair to tell you that I did not come home burning with love for my wife. I came home out of fear of God. After I later cleaned up my act before him, God began to restore the love. I thank you for allowing me to share these few minutes with you. If you're away from your family right now and seeking the way home, Charlene and I would be honored to help you. Please contact us through our website, www.rejoiceministries.org. Would you allow me to pray for you as we close? Father God, I thank you once again for allowing me to share that prodigals do come home. We come home to waiting and praying spouses who you have been changing. Lord, I ask that you will remove every obstacle from this person's life and that you alone will make the way home clear to them. Thank you for their willingness to hear what was shared here. May you now make application to their heart. Lord, I pray for that other person. May they realize that they need to release someone else's spouse and to seek the available mate that you have for them. During the process, may that other person find Jesus. May marriages and hurting lives be restored because this person discovered that you can fill the void in their life. 
These things we ask in the mighty name of our Lord Jesus. Amen. In these last few seconds, can I ask you a question? What does Jesus mean to you today? If you're like me, I knew that I had just done too much for God to ever claim me as his child. The truth is, no matter what you or I have done, God is ready to forgive us when we turn to Jesus. He died to pay the price for all of my sins and for all of your sins. Today, may you confess in prayer to God that you're a sinner and ask Jesus to pay your sin debt. Believe that he will do it. You can be a new person today and have a home with God for eternity. May God bless you as you seek his will and his way for you and for your marriage. I want to thank you for taking the time to listen to this podcast today. It's no mistake that you heard this message. The fact that it was sent to you or you may have stumbled upon it was ordained by God. My prayer is that the words of my husband will confirm that you've not gone too far and regardless of what you have done. Damage may have been done, but it is not so bad that it can't be redeemed by the hand of God. Bob and my testimony proves that over and over again. Will you take that first step? For you, that may be falling on your knees or crying out before the Lord and admitting that you're a sinner and asking him to take control of your entire life. You may not have talked to God for days, weeks, months, or years. It doesn't matter. Just cry out to the Lord. He is right there waiting to talk to you and help you take and change your life totally. Maybe the next step is calling your husband or wife. You may have not done that in a long time. You may want to write a letter, but in some way, ask God how you should contact them and tell them that you're sorry for your part of the failure of your marriage and let God see what he will do for you. Just take the first step and watch God do a miracle in your life, in your marriage and family. It will be totally worth it. You will be amazed. Just start talking to God, and he is waiting to restore and rebuild your relationships and marriage. Hi, it's Lori. Thanks for joining us for another episode. I hope that this episode blessed and encouraged you. I want to let you know how you can sign up so you can receive our podcast automatically. I know that most of our listeners are listening on Apple devices, and they recently made a change to their podcast platform. So instead of subscribing to our show, you now just follow it. So if you're listening to this podcast on an Apple device, check in the upper right-hand corner when you're looking at our show and make sure you hit the plus sign so that you're following us. That way you'll be notified automatically when a new episode releases. Visit our website at www.rejoiceministries.org, and there you can find all sorts of free resources that will help you as you're praying for your spouse.